0: Hello and welcome to the Mythical Storytelling Podcast. I'm your host and storyteller, Shinjan. I've always been fascinated by the myths and the stories behind those myths in cultures throughout the world. So if you, like me, are interested in exploring these stories behind the myths, then this is the right podcast for you. So without further ado, let's start with today's story. Today's story is called Philemon and bokes as retold by Lillian S. Hyde. Brought to you by Holiday Whisperers, your bespoke and personal holiday planner. Visit holidaywhisperers.co.uk today for all the help you need and want to plan your next holiday. And the best part is that it's completely free, so get onto that website now. Also, if you're an aspiring podcaster like me and don't know where to start, check out burstprout.com. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more within minutes of finishing your recording. And if you sign up for a paid plan through the link in the description, you will receive a $20 Amazon gift voucher. How cool is that? Right, let's get on with the story now. In a certain pleasant valley, surrounded by low mountains, there was once a very wicked village. Strangers who had passed through this village on their travels complained bitterly of the inhabitants. They said that as they passed along the road, if they were tired and hungry, and looked at the open doors of the houses hoping for hospitality, it was only to see the doors slammed in their faces, and to hear the grinding of bolts. Not only this, but they had been stoned and ill-treated in every possible way. It was no wonder that the news of these things reached the gods of Olympus. One day two strangers, who were somewhat different from travellers in general, passed through the place. It was almost dark and the night air felt sharp and frosty. The strangers knocked at door after door without finding anyone who was willing to admit them till they had tried every house but one in the village. The last house of all stood out a little beyond the others on the edge of a great swamp. It was a small cottage with only two rooms and and the roof was thatched with straw, and with reeds from the swamp. Here lived two old people, Philemon and Baucis. This old couple who were not at all like the rest of the people in the village. Would never have thought of throwing stones at strangers, of setting dogs on them, or of bolting their doors when they saw them coming. Instead of doing any of these things they opened their doors and invited the two strangers to come in. The door of this modest little cottage was so low that the taller of the two strangers had to bend his head as he entered. Inside, the two rooms were almost bare of furniture, but Philemon and Bacchus, poor as they were, made the strangers welcome to the best of all they had. Bacchus drew the ashes from the fire, which had been kept from the day before, brought in faggots and soon had them crackling under a small kettle. While the water was heating, she brought vegetables from a little garden and sat down to strip off the leaves. Meanwhile, Philemon lifted down a side of bacon which hung on a beam overhead and cut off a piece for Baucus to cook. Then Baucus brought out a rickety table. Blocked up one of the legs to make it stand level And polished it off with a handful of fragrant mint Next, she placed upon the table a few figs that had grown in her own garden A brown loaf and a bottle of homemade wine, still sweet When the bacon and the vegetables were done She roasted some fresh eggs in the embers The dinner was now ready and the strangers were invited to seat themselves at the table. If Philemon and Bocchus had been alone, their dinner would have consisted of nothing more than the brown bread and the homemade wine, with perhaps a small scrap of bacon. But Bocchus thought that the strangers must be tired and hungry, and besides, it seemed to her that it was her duty to show these chance guests such hospitality as her small means would allow. Almost at the beginning of the meal, a very strange thing happened. The cup of sweet wine, as it was passed round the table from one to another, was always full to the brim, no matter how much had just been drunk. When Philemon and Baucus saw this, they were frightened. They had heard of such things happening, when people had been entertaining the gods unawares. Looking at their guests more closely, they saw that the taller one certainly had a majestic air. The other one had a face whose expression was constantly changing, and there was a look of mischief in his bright eyes. The first thought of both of the old people now was that they had not done enough for such guests. Borkish jumped up from a chair and ran out to catch the goose. The only thing that she and Philemon had left. Intending to cook that too, Philemon tried to help her but neither of the old people could see very well and they could not catch the goose. It raised its great white wings and ran hither and thither. At last it ran into the cottage and straight up to the two strange guests who said it should not be killed. Then the guests told Philemon and Baucus who they were and why they had come to the village It was Jupiter and Mercury. They had heard the complaints of the travelers who had been so badly used and had come to see whether the people of that village really were as wicked as they had been reported to be. They had found it all too true and now they said these people must be punished. Then they told the old couple who had taken no share in the wickedness of the other villages. follow them up the mountainside. There was a full moon and Philemon and Bacchus could see almost as clearly as their old eyes would let them see in the daytime. When they had nearly reached the top of the mountain, Jupiter told them to turn and look back at the village. The houses were slowly sinking out of sight and presently a lake took their place and looked as peaceful in the moonlight as if no village had ever been there. Not one of the village people was ever seen again. Then a change came over the house of Philemon and Baucus. The thatched roof began to look yellow, like gold, while the sides grew white, and it became a marble temple with a golden roof. Jupiter told Philemon and Baucus to wish for whatever they liked and their wish should be granted. The two old people could think of nothing better than that they might die at the exact same moment, so that neither one should be left to mourn the other. Jupiter and Mercury then vanished, and the old people went back down the mountain, and became priest and priestess in the temple, where they lived happily for many years. One morning early, a long long time afterward, some peasants came up to the temple with a present of new lead eggs for the old priest and priestess. On coming near the temple, what was the astonishment to see two grand old trees, an oak and a lime, standing just in front of the temple doors, where no tree had ever stood before. This was a marvel to them. When they came to look for Philemon and Bacchus, they could not find them, and the two old people were never seen in that country again. But the two trees stood there for many, many centuries, even after the temple had grown old and fallen to ruin. Travellers who rested in their hospitable shade used to tell each other the story of the wicked villages and of Philemon and Bacchus. Thank you for listening to today's story. I hope you have enjoyed it. If you have any thoughts or comments, you can reach out to me on my Twitter. My handle is blabberingshin or you can email me at imshinjan at gmail.com. So that is I-A-M-S-H-I-N-J-A-N at gmail.com. Please subscribe to my podcast if you've liked my work and don't forget to share it with your friends and family. I'll look forward to entertaining you with more mythical stories like this going forward. Adios.